You welcome back. And this is the Neuro Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Uluatosin Harrison. It's good to have you here. How are you doing today? Today we are talking about litmus test. Litmus test. If you were a science student in high school or you have any background in chemistry, you probably are familiar with what litmus test means. So usually a litmus paper is used to test if a substance either liquid or gaseous substance is either an acidic or a basic substance so depending on the ph of whatever substance you are testing you can tell if it's acidic or basic but of course there are the rules and then the exceptions to litmus testing it has to be like a chaos-based substance and it cannot also be really like this corrosive substance because then it, those ones usually just burn off the paper so the point is a litmus test in chemistry tests out how acidic or how basic substances so for human interaction there are also situations where you find yourself where you are kind of tested now you are the substance and you are kind of tested if you are acidic or if you are basic and i'm not even saying this as like maybe acidic is bad basic is bad or acidic is good basic is bad can't they know that's not what we're talking about if you're using a litmus paper now i want to test a substance it's usually advised that you do not dip in the litmus paper into the substance so you're supposed to either maybe scoop a bit or pour a bit into a smaller container or you pour it directly on the litmus paper which is usually what is preferred really so my point is at that point you are testing the ph by pouring it out so that same substance ph can be checked multiple times if you are a student your class checks the next class checks multiple students in your group checks so i'm saying like multiple people are checking and that is the same for a person we cannot absolutely say you you are a horrible person because there's some people that are horrible like <laughs> that sounds just like direct contradiction but come on what i'm saying is there are some situations that you react in a way that normally you'd be like why do i react like that and there are some people they shouldn't have anything to do with you really you people should not be communicating or being terms because either you are toxic to this person or this person is toxic to you either you are like just bad for this person and all of that so those are the kind of things that we're talking about so not really are you acidic as a person or are you basic as a person not really are, are you a dangerous person but specific reaction to specific situations at specific time that's just what i'm saying so our opening verses yes you heard right verses is taken from the book of psalms chapter 16 the verse 8 psalms chapter 16 the verse 8 scripture says that i have set the lord always before me because he is at my right hand i shall not be moved glory to god glory um and the next verse is taken from the book of genesis chapter 39 the verse 9 bible says that there is none greater in this house than I. Neither art he kept anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. 
how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Our opening quote goes thus, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Charles Swindoll. So what am I saying really? I'm saying that in the life of a person, we will be faced with multiple decisions that we have to make and it may be in relation to the same person or to different people. So today I'll be having multiple case studies and most of these case studies will be from scriptures. So I'll start with the man Joseph that we just read. He being faced with Potiphar's wife, chasing him all over the house, wanting him to sleep with her and just really being on his matter and just trying to get him to do her biddings. But he said something really strong. Like, yes, I'm the greatest in this house. But come on, I can't lie with you. You are Oga's wife. Oga means boss. His employer's wife. In this case, his master. Because he's a slave. Like, you are out of my league. You are not even in the league. Because you're a married woman. Like, so I cannot do this. I cannot compromise. In this particular scenario, this was like a litmus testing for him with regards to Potiphar's wife and how he reacted. So, different people can see it from different angles. Potiphar's wife, to her, it's like, oh, this man does not want me, kind of thing. To God, it's like, ah, this person is a person of integrity, someone that I can trust with millions of lives. Come on, he saved like the whole world from, from destruction by making food available in egypt and okay so that's that then our case study today would be the king david because in david's life we see a different season different little monsters and how he went through each of them and the first thing i would want to say is that it's not all little monsters that people pass because it's not all these small tests that you even realize that you are being tested for. As I speak, you may want to just take inventory of your life of decisions. They're not so major, but then they are major in themselves. Decisions of, does this friend you had an argument with, you could have said sorry and you should have ended it and you would have moved on. But then you're like, no, she was not offended me. Why am I coming to apologize for what? And a good blossoming friendship just died because of pride did it maybe really stop your life probably not moved on with your life made other friends but that relationship is gone it could also be relationships that you are aware like you fully aware like this relationship is just bad because i do things i don't want to do go places i don't want to go eat things say things wear things i don't want to wear but you are just holding on to that relationship when you had the time or the opportunity to just count your cost and whew, disappear from that person's life you didn't now you are stuck with somebody that you don't want so it can play out in both ways and really affects major big decisions so david being our case study multiple multiple um little more testing he had to go through first was the test when he encountered goliath and his reaction was let's go fight this thing like we see what is the same then there was the time with saul 
understanding when Saul was trying to kill him, like, guy, run away, like, get out of here. Even though you've been called to be king, if you die untimely, you shall not becoming king. Let's be realistic. But also when Saul was delivered into his hand by God, but he chose not to kill Saul. If he had killed Saul, he would have still become king. But he understood that I cannot kill and touch God's anointed. There was the test of when he became king and he wanted to honor his covenant with Jonathan and required that Mephibosheth should come and stay with him. And Mephibosheth, this man lay in his feet. Like usually lame people don't sit at the king's table and but then Oga was like, no, you're sitting at my table. He didn't that for maybe Mephibosheth didn't really do anything like significantly for him if that makes sense. But it's formed and shaped his character, showed that he was a person of integrity. And even when he did make major mistake by not going to war when men should go to war, that of course led to ripple mistakes of falling Bathsheba, killing Uriah, taking Bathsheba to be wife and all of that. But still, you'd see that when he was confronted by the prophet, he came to a place of repentance. So what am I saying? A lot of times when we are faced with lit monsters, the kind of training that we have allowed ourselves go through in the small places, in the everyday things, would determine how we react to such tests because he had been killing the bear and be protecting the sheep in the field when he came to goliath he could decide that he wanted to fight because like in psalm 16 verse 8 he has said the lord always before him he could not be moved every single time that Saul came against him he understood and decided that i have kept the lord always before me like there's nothing you can do. does not mean I'm going to be stupid and stay here and wait for you to kill me. But he took race and fled and went, ran for his life. Scattered through scriptures, really, everyone was faced with this test in one way or another. Micah, the wife of David, chose to defend her husband against her father by allowing David escape and pretending I was still in bed until Saul found out. She chose that I rather honor this man that I have married. There are certain people that are very important, like either you believe it or not, you would have to prove to a degree or pass to a degree certain testings with them. Because if you don't, you would not really have a relationship with them. Jonathan had to pass with David and that solidified their relationship as friends. Micah had to show herself worthy to David. That's why when he came back as king, he would even seek her out to be his wife. Abraham proved that God was the most important to him. That's why he still chose to kill Isaac. And oftentimes we're like, Isaac will probably be beefing this man when they are coming back. I'm like, oh, God, stay away from me. But then I keep thinking about it. Isaac was like a teenager. Like, he was not a toddler that was on our way so he could have run could have pushed abraham abraham was old could have pushed him could have escaped but he also submitted that also showed a posture of his heart towards god and in relating to god so in every relationship that we face 
with siblings with guardians with friends with spouse with employers with people above us with people inferior to us by maybe their state in life or rank at work and all of that we would always have to prove the worth of certain relationship and it can be something as small as speaking up for someone else and you either help that person build themselves again or make them remember they are worth it it can be defending your siblings when your parents are talking them down it can be defending your parents when somebody else from outside comes to insult them or even your siblings talking down at them but then small things not major not big probably not even life-changing when you look at it really but then it's important to your relationship with other people there are certain things that can help and of course like i said earlier the everyday making little decisions that become big ones they are also supernatural help like when esther had to go face king arceros to decide the faith of her people she could not do it in her strength and she realized that she required a supernatural strength and what did she do she went into fasting and prayer so many times we may find that the right decision we want to make is difficult for us to make and that's where the supernatural help comes in we may be faced at times with all of this difficulty like we don't know how to make the best decisions as relating to our friends our family how to make them know we consider them worth it but living each day for god with god allowing him to lead us would help us insignificantly ensuring that we live our lives to please god jesus himself lent obedience through the things that he suffered so through our everyday intentional living we learn obedience and in learning obedience we learn conformity and in learning conformity we learn to ultimately pass when the test comes so sometimes you may need to be an acid at other times you need to be an alkaline at the end of the day it is important that you pass the test showing you you like the real you who you truly are but not at the detriment of others this episode was truly a difficult one to record because just trying to align the thoughts together was not the easiest thing but i hope you've been able to learn one or two things and i hope this has been a blessing to you please do well to like to comment and to share with friends and to remember that we are not called to walk this race alone we are not at all and our heavenly father promises to be there with us every step of the way thank you very much for your time thank you for listening thank you thank you for always coming back i remain your host goodbye and god bless you